0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Adil Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host, as always, Adil and Marcy, and today I'm pleased to be joined by someone that is uh, kind of, he, he's reminiscent of me when I was younger, except for slightly better looking and with worse hair. You know, it just <laughs> depends on uh, whose perspective it is. But just click through uh, the announcements and um, sponsors, as always, were sponsored by purelyhosting.com forward um, slash or .net forward slash Try both, see what comes up. Um, if you sign up for the, uh, for their hosting package, it's shared Business, so it's better than just the shitty shared stuff that you get. It's a little bit better, which is lovely, and they also build your website for you, which is really, really cool. So go there, check it out. Always fun. We're also sponsored by Copymonk.com. That's C-O-P-Y-M-O-N-K.com. And we have the guy that's behind Copymonk, Danavir. Dude, glad you could be here. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> I'm not even going to attempt to say your surname. How do you say your surname? uh is that last name yeah your son yeah your last name uh <laughs> saria saria okay Danavir, saria Go yeah so seriously yeah see if i try to say that i just butcher your name I, and i'd feel bad because people butcher my name all the time i'm like god damn just you know some brown on brown crime going on here
1: <laughs> i'm actually surprised you got my first name right usually it's the other way around people get the last name right and the first name wrong <laughs> <laughs> what do I call you danavir or something uh, it's, uh so many i don't even know anymore i don't even pay attention these days it's, it's, it's like dude yes i know you're
0: talking to me it's fine <laughs> <laughs> that's actually exactly. the thing it is when you're born with like a really brown person here, like me or dan of areas you will always you just get used to it you're just like all right yeah whatever but just talking to me it's fine <laughs> it's <laughs> exactly there. so okay so you're what 22 23 or 21 22 you're 22 right now you turn 23 this year yes in october damn wait october the when 20th. Wait so are you a libra? Yes. Fuck yeah. See okay this this just reinforces my whole thing that libras are the best copywriters and business people ever. So all your other star signs fuck you. I didn't believe in that shit. I just think it's funny. But <laughs> anyway, uh so David you you're like a really young dude. Like I remember like I'm 26, you're 22 and you essentially started when you were 18 or 19 years old, right? Essentially started- professionally uh no actually well my first client was when i was 16. holy shit even younger than i thought that's awesome man how did you like like how did you get into this whole kind of world of insanity
1: um well i kind of started i'll start when i was 15 actually basically i was a uh, I was super huge into fitness and i followed a lot of fitness guys and i was like this one dude named craig ballantyne he was like one day he just says oh i make seven figures selling my fitness products online and i was like you know what i'm gonna do the same thing and um, and yeah, that was when I was fifteen years old. And a couple months later, I got I ended up getting my first uh, copywriting client. Sweet. Do you remember what happened? Did you remember how much you charged for it? Anything? Oh yes, for sure. Um, basically, what happened was that I it was, he's a street magic guy, like street magic like you know David Blaine's type of stuff. Wait, what's his name? And, uh, well, his show name is JJ. I think I might know who you're on about. Free Magic Live is the is the actual company name.
0: I have to check it Uh, out later because it's been a while. But I remember speaking to a street performer a while ago, and this
1: is just ringing bells to me right now. But go on. Yeah. Um. Basically, I was like, uh, you know, hey, can I help you out for free? And you know, after some time, you know, a couple months of just talking back and forth, and me doing something for him, and he's like, uh, he asked me one day, like, hey, do you know how to write emails? And I'm like, no. But this time, I didn't know what copywriting was. I saw the word, you know, maybe a couple times, but I never. I always ignored it. And I was just like, no, I don't know how to write emails. And he was like, you know what, how about I just pay you $200 a month and I'll teach you how to write emails. And I was like, you know, at that time, like, the most I got was, like, doing, like, you know, yard work for my parents for, like, 20 bucks every Saturday. And I was like, so I was like, yeah, screw it, I'll do it. (laughs) 200 bucks a month email, sure. And that's how I got started. That's fucking awesome. I love the fact that it's always –
0: it's always down to, like, the craziest shit, because when you're younger, like, that amount of money seems like such a huge amount of money to you. Yeah, for sure. I remember, like, yeah. there was a meme that went around on the internet for a while, and it was really funny. It was, like, things that depress you. Number, like, 27 was, like, when, you t- when you're when you old enough, you realize a $1,000 is not as much money as it used to be.
1: Yes, I remember that. I remember like, that actually. Yes,
0: I have a $1,000. I can buy so much cash. Like, you didn't know what to do with it. That was the fucked up thing. Like, I don't know about you, but for me, when I was, like, 13 um like my granddad gave me like 600 pounds which is the equivalent of a thousand dollars and i just sat there going what the fuck do i do with this how many <laughs> sweets can i buy how many video games can i get with this exactly it's literally, oh, oh like for me it was actually how how many like th- how many um thai boxing relating related things can i get like gloves mouth guards all this other stuff how much of that can i order as well <laughs> So I'd like order yeah. from Thailand, all custom made and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, no way. That's pretty cool, actually. I've still got all my custom made gear with me, man. I haven't trained in fuck knows how long. Well, Muay Thai, I do present with Jiu-Jitsu now. But like, Muay Thai, I have all my like, old custom gear and stuff. I'm like, yeah, wow. this is cool. <laughs> Though, it's kind of funny when you get asked about it and you're like, yeah, no. to
1: work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was, that's how it is. Cool. So tell me more about like what you've been up to. Oh, no, it's copy month. Really. It's, you know, it's, it's actually the first uh, post came out December 27th. I'm I'm never, I couldn't forget it. December 27th of this, uh, this past December, you know, 2015. Um, and, um, yeah, like it's been what, like, uh, 15 weeks I think. Um, and it's just like, you know, it's grown pretty fast in terms of influence and, uh, yeah, like the group I have a Facebook group that's gone in thirteen weeks. It went from zero to a thousand uh, you know followers and then email lists around, oh, uh, you know, a little bit uh, bigger than that, not too much. but uh but yeah, like s- somehow, like it's just like in terms of actual influence, it's it's actually been really game changing all of a sudden i'm um'm I'm, I'm someone these days.
0: Yeah, it's kind of insane, right? Like all of a sudden you went from obscurity to like fuck everyone knows who I am.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like like before before Copymug, like maybe like three to five people max cared about what I said, and now I could just post something up and then I'll just like I get like all these people like talking to me and stuff. So I was like, you know, it's cool, really really cool actually. But uh, but yeah,
0: see, I remember you sent me a friend request a while ago. I sound like, I'm going to sound like a dick and I apologize, but when you sent that request to me, I kept getting like three or five requests every day from different people uh-huh. and I had to like prioritize who it was. So I remember you had some like 20 friends in common with me. It's like, yeah, I've got to get back in touch with this guy. So I just like put a little mark next to your name, like, right, go back to him and speak to him later on. Because I looked at your stuff and was like, oh, this is pretty cool. It was around the same time that you were launching Copy Monk, actually and our mutual friend Joss, who mm-hmm. is, I need to get that guy on the podcast, man. That guy's insanely funny. I love him. Um, oh, yeah, he's amazing. He basically was like, Yeah, you know. So I asked him about you. I was like, Hey, who's this uh, Danovic guy? He goes, Oh, yeah, he's a copy, monkey. Did you really check it out? I was like, All right, cool. So I joined the group, and then so it was you. I was like, All right, I'm going to go back, see if we've got a friend that I can add you. Totally forgot that I wrote down, add this guy later. Went on <laughs> it said, Respond to friend requests. I was like, no, All right, fine, forget respond to friend request. At this point, we had like 200 friends in common. So, like, yeah. we went on like tenfold. I was like, holy shit, this is pretty cool. Uh, see, I like what you're doing because you're not making the mistakes I made in business. Which is, it's going to sound really weird, but it's refreshing to see. Like, yeah. you know, like, I made i made a lot, I made a fuckload of mistakes in business. But the thing that you're doing differently is you're branding yourself and sending your reach out there. Whereas, um, that's a really good way of doing it. Everyone should, follow, actually, everyone listening to this that is in either business marketing, copywriting, any sort of service-based business follow what Dan is doing because it's absolutely amazing the way he's doing it. Like, the mistakes I made were um, all my work to this day is word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, I don't know if you've even been to my website or whatever. I'm changing it up again um, to, like, change the homepage. But right now, all it is just an opt-in and a blog, and I'm just posting stuff about what I want to talk about, podcast stuff, you know, ideas and shit like that. There isn't any um, anything that kind of alludes to hire me or speak to me or come work with me. It's kind of like a very all right, just read some free stuff and hang out if you want. And that's, yeah. that's kind of how I wanted it to be anyway. That was like my golden mission to have it that way. Um, but the problem, like, because again, all my all my, all my my work is referral. So like I look at it and it's like, I don't even need to hunt for clients anymore. I get a client every week, which is lovely. But it's suicide for doing it that way because you're basically walking without a net, whereas you've been very, very clever and put a net in place. So should anything go awry with one thing, You've always got the safety net to come back to does that
1: make sense yeah exactly it's actually um you know because i've been trying to do this for for what, like seven years now six years seven years and um the whole point of copy is actually to sell products is not getting clients but because it is about copywriting like the clients like if i wanted clients or if i need them for some reason i you know it's, it's easy an easy source i guess to uh, easy way to get clients Definitely. I mean, um,
0: obviously, you know who Gary Halbert is, but do you know why he actually had his, um,
1: what was it, the Gary Halbert newsletter? Do you know the reason why he had it? Uh, actually, I think Bond Bond told me actually it was, it was to uh, to get to actually a secret way to get clients.
0: No. Yeah, that's what it was because Bond actually revealed that on the podcast we had him on actually around a year ago. Um, he's I was like, no way. He goes, yeah, it's essentially what his dad did was that he he targeted his people he liked to write for in his newsletter and wrote that type of ads, their their type of advice and mailed it out. And then every so often he'd put a promotion that like, hey guys, the IRS have come after me for like, you know, this much money. Good news is I'm up for hire. Bad news is that it's limited time only. No way, that's pretty badass. Yeah, I mean, dude, like one of the best I've ever seen was his whole IRS pitch, which is brilliant. He's like, so I just found out they owe the IRS like $50,000. And yeah. I need to pay by this weekend. So um, by this date. So if you, so, the good news is that you can actually hire good old Gary to do your ads for you and help you out with your business. The bad news is it's only limited to three spots. Yeah. And his yeah. thing was like $15,000 up front plus a percentage of all sales generated by his work. Yeah. And uh, he, would, he would always sell out. So like Bond was telling me, he was like, all you need to do is just put like a little bit of a case study and dress it up a little bit. And then just sell that and instantly you'll get clients through the rows and like, no way
1: no yeah it's yeah no that, that's that's really funny you're saying because I've, I've had thoughts about doing stuff like that on on copy mode just like that what you're saying just in case and uh no it's actually pretty it confirms my belief <laughs> yeah it's it's the scarcity
0: sell um underneath the psychology behind it because like everything i do copywise and again, I don't want to like put any other copywriters, including yourself, under the bus when I say this. But what really differentiates me from the majority, from what I've seen and what I've been told, is uh, I do everything from a psychological point of view. Like why certain words have ideas and ideologies, and why my four letter cl- my four word close has a higher conversion rate than ninety percent out there. And, like what we're doing, there will sit other different shit. Cause I test like a motherfucker. The big thing that Gary uses for that and the reason why it works is because of the whole I owe 50 grand to the IRS. Yeah. And a lot of people miss that. I mean, I miss it for a long time. I don't really tell people where I live, um, even though I've now started to do so. I've like started to do so. Like, Hold on, I can but hear but I like, playback. Play Ooh. Oh, let me see. It, yeah. Good. Uh, all right, well, yeah, we're all good. Yeah. Um, Right, essentially, because right. I don't want to pick up on the mic. That's why. Have you got your headphones with you? Yes, got them. Yeah, just put your yeah. earphones in. They should just totally work. Um, right. right. So I was gonna say it was that the reason that Gary's stuff works is because he said I owe fifty grand to the IRS. What this does is like pre—it uh, puts him in, in a um, in a position of power by saying, "Yes, I owe. I make so much money that I owe the IRS fifty grand. So when he asks for fifteen thousand dollars. People aren't like, no, what are you doing, blah blah. They're like, yeah, this is the standard rate. Everyone pays him. That's how he has so much money. It's a That's really, pretty quick, so. it's a really smart tactic of doing it, and plus, it's social proof. So really, oh yeah, thing. for sure. So, kind of jumping off that train of thought, more or less, is kind of asking you here, like, what did, what was, because um, you said that you want to start selling products in Coffee Monk. What kind of like area of? Like marketing, are you going after? Are you going after the copywriting people, or are you going after like small business owners? What kind of area are you heading into?
1: Uh, it's funny because it's uh, for the past few days, I've actually been going hardcore with uh, you know getting survey results from my list and and Facebook fan stamp- uh, uh, group, and um, yeah, like it's mostly I'm I'm going after uh, people who make uh, you know online courses, info products, and freelancers. So it's two different segments. Um, mostly those who do online courses and stuff like that, um, business owners. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much, uh, what it is. Basically the whole point is really to, uh, uh, for example, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big, big, big fan of Ramit Sethi. So basically I'm trying to do the copywriting version of, of that, Yeah. of, uh, how he does like all these, you know, super high end, uh, you know, copywriting yeah. products, which he actually has one now, um. And, uh, and yeah, so basically that for, for online people who, you know, make info products, not so much like hardcore I am. Um, I don't, I actually, you know, cause I grew up in that, you know, in we that world. Did. Huh? I think we both did. Uh, yeah, man. Like, like, I mean, it's, it's a great world to be in, but like, you know, now that I've gone more into like, I guess not startup world, but you know, listening to people in there, like the Noah Kagan's and the Gary Vaynerchuk's and stuff like that. Like, um i just can't stand um the you know, old school like yeah exactly so i so that's why I, that's why i'm saying online courses instead of info products because people when people say info products they, they generally think of the you know i am so um but yeah that's pretty much uh what i'm doing with a uh, copy monk
0: dude that's pretty awesome because i'm glad that you're actually reaching that place um essentially that's again it's one of the things i've noticed with all the top guys that i know um another guy that's been on the podcast a couple of times like once we're gonna get back in is a guy called Dayan. um mm-hmm. guy is a fucking legend owns a business called biz co or zz.co um it's like an online training platform for it's like basically getting a business degree online but for a really low amount of money like yeah it, it, it's it's amazing like it's not just like hey we're gonna teach you how to make an online business like hey we're gonna teach you how to run a business either offline or online, with all these experts. It's like some of the craziest shit ever. But that's that's very reminiscent of what you're doing and how I feel about what you're doing, which is really good. Because again, you're niching out, you're separating out to a different marketplace, and that's actually gonna bring you a lot of money. Especially if you no, play it right.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's, like it's When I started CopyMog, I didn't really have a, uh a an an idea like a like a like a like a niche or anything um pretty much because when i did uh you know the the comics on copy monk that pretty much just got me attention so i just but now that i'm seeing actual uh data you know um it's pretty it was i was actually a little surprised how naturally it came like the the online course people and stuff like that but um like, no, it's just, it's just cool now just to see, you know, how, how it actually happened. And not, now that I know the data, I can I can actually, you know, uh, make a better decision, just go straight after those type of people. And, um, and yeah, so I don't have to. Because, like, I was thinking at the beginning, oh, I'll just do copy that can help, you know, SAS people, e-com people, uh, you know, services, whatever. But now I'm trying to focus more into online courses and stuff like that. Because normally, like, you know, it's, it's that world that, typically needs copy the most anyways or at least understand uh they they understand it more like the value of copy they understand the need uh, for what it is yeah yeah exactly and it's not as you know i it's not exactly the same in well i mean they do in in sas world and stuff like that but like it's 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 a different type of copy and it's and it's you know a specific type of person in those type of uh industries so you know why uh why try to go upstream you know i'm saying just go just go straight for the people who understand yeah
0: definitely um that's that's a really really smart way of doing it now something i'm curious about is that you actually you got into fitness that's how you kind of started into this um what was your martial arts i know you're a fellow martial artist and by the way welcome to my co-host everyone chasey's awake fine (laughs) such a dick but anyway um yeah, so you like start off in martial arts and stuff. It, it, was that like you start for fitness, or did you like start off with the weightlifting and track and field, um, and then get into martial arts?
1: It started with it definitely started with the martial arts. Um, that was I did martial arts. I did uh, Goju ryu karate for about four years, and um, my dad taught me some boxing. My dad was a was a boxer, and um, and then from there, I like, kind of like taught my you know my own myself some stuff. From other martial arts because I just you know you, you, once you get into martial arts and you just like it you just start teaching yourself stuff and um and then yeah I mean that didn't go straight into fitness was a different story um basically I was in like middle school and I was like fat pudgy kid essentially I was like uh, at the time I was like you know five 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 I think and uh I was like 195 pounds I was like a fat blob holy shit! how tall are you now I'm just I'm five seven so you're five seven how much do you weigh? now yeah uh 160 holy shit
0: that's actually a really good ten round. oh
1: no, yeah it was, it was, it's it's all because of, of fitness like actually like you know i've always been on the heavier side of stuff and oh and another thing i'll just say now because people get surprised all the time I actually i've been a vegetarian my entire life um so um yeah like i just basically in middle school like i had a friend who was the exact opposite of me he's my best friend he was like when i was like you know you're like 12 years old and you're like, uh, oh, let me be a bodybuilder. And um, basically he taught me fitness. I ended up liking it. And then, you know, I liked, you know, you use the internet and you just start researching stuff, and that's how I got into fitness essentially.
0: So the last bit again, sorry, we just cut out for a second.
1: Oh. Like, you want me to repeat? Just the last bit, like the last three words that you said. Oh, okay. Um and yeah, that's how basically I got into fitness. Oh, that's pretty cool. See, like,
0: um, for me, I actually got into it because, again, fat, pudgy kid. Um, hmm. It's kind of weird, like, when you're brown, you just end up being fat and pudgy in your teens, and you're like, I'm going to work out, and you get really good in shape. Um, the only thing that I always advise other entrepreneurs to do is do not let your fitness... Don't don't take your fitness for granted. Because as, as you get older, you can make excuses like, yeah, I'm going to look good forever, and then you get to that point where, you're like, your body doesn't go back to the way it used to as quickly. Um, which I'm learning right now, which is a really <laughs> shitty thing to learn because I'm like, usually if I start training for a month, I'll drop around, um, like 15, 20 pounds within a month. Well, yeah. that's what I was used to doing. Now I'm like, okay, I've been training for two months. I've only dropped five. Like, Holy <laughs> shit, what's going on with my body? So who switched up my body type? What's going on? But, um, just getting into it and stuff like there's a lot of similarities between dedication of martial arts and business that i found regardless of what martial art you do um there's a lot of it, a dedication to it because um your style of karate is more full contact correct or is it semi
1: uh i guess i mean in reality it was more more semi yeah okay cool 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 so
0: again there is a level of dedication for you guys because you actually have to get the wait how did you guys get belt like graded was it katas that you had to go through
1: yeah, it was, it was, uh, the tests were, like, katas, and then actual, like, you know, you fight, essentially, well you know, with uh, you know gloves or whatever, and you just, basically, you just whack each other for half an hour,
0: <laughs> basically. Sounds, sounds like a lot of fun. I'm not even going to, like, just hit, you, hit each other. Yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. Point to me. Um, for the people that don't know what a katas, it's basically a set motion of uh, moves that you do in perfection, I'm guessing, to move up to the next belt rank, as well as the whole sparring side of things. Yeah,
1: basically. <laughs>
0: Pretty cool. So, like, coming back to it, I mean, the dedication that you need for that kind of martial art or any kind of martial art, really, it translates into business because you need to have commitment to stay for the long haul, correct? Oh yeah, for sure. So, what was like? What are your three things that you actually learned from that? Like, what, that you picked up mentally, and you're like, right, I'm gonna go ahead and do these.
1: Um, I mean, I mean, really, I was. It's funny because I was actually just thinking about this exact same topic, like, maybe yesterday. And, um, you know, I was thinking like, yeah, like, um, it's not just, and not just martial arts Cause for me, it's, it's, it's been all, it's been the three things I've always had It's been martial arts, fitness and baseball. And it's like, when you, it's just being there every single day or whenever you're supposed to be. And that's pretty much all there is to, to business. Like, it's like, what they say about, you know, showing up is half the battle. I was like, that's like, it's like hundred percent sure. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, even when you're not there, like if you're you're in martial arts, you go into a martial arts class and you're not feeling good, but then they tell you to spar. Well, I mean, you can't really say, <laughs> you know, oh, I don't feel good today. You just you have to go spar. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, um, ass hands it to you. Yeah, exactly. You need you to do something, or you, or you get kicked in the in the mouth. So you know, and that's pretty much how 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 business is, kind of. You know, like you just got you got to be there. No one cares about you know. If you're if you're having a bad day, you got to deliver. So um, and you got to be there all all the time. And uh, and you can't really you know if you complain, it complain doesn't help. So you just got to go after it pretty much. And this is just that's pretty much all there is. Like it's when you go through belts and all that stuff. Like you know like all the perseverance you have to go through just to get to that stage. And then at the test, and then you have to go through a, do a bunch of stuff at the test. And then just keep going. Like yeah, it's just pretty much exactly like businesses uh like yeah i've never really thought about it before but you know just yesterday when i was thinking about it yeah i yeah i'd say there's a lot of uh overlap for sure oh hell yeah i mean like just from
0: a muay thai perspective like if you don't if you get into business and you don't know what you're doing you haven't studied you haven't practiced you're gonna have your ass handed to you oh yeah like really badly and oh yeah for sure it's gonna hurt like hell um, especially in a sport like Muay Thai, where it's just full contact and complete comes to blows. So understanding like the basic rules, like movement. Okay, be very, very good at adaptation and moving around um, your business area, like the ring of business. You need to be able to move. If you get hit, okay, don't panic. You've been hit once. You've been hit. You can move away from that. You understand how to block. You understand how to defend, and you understand how to attack yourself. And there's a lot of different things.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's pretty much yeah, exactly uh my that was exactly my experience too we didn't like i didn't uh you know at least in karate it's not i mean at least the way the owls taught it was you know we, i didn't go into too much in the, the schools i went to were not too much into into the traditional uh you know style i guess they're like more like it was more kickboxing than, than actual real karate i guess you can say and but most of it's just like you know <laughs> you just fight you know just go at it and and yeah that's, that's understandable.
0: I mean, that's really how it is. And something that did, again, much like business for like a really good Thai boxing school, uh, for a few, actually, I do know, they all practice the same thing, which is feed, feed the ones to the lions, the ones with potential, feed them to the lions, meaning throw them into sparring matches where they've only had a couple of weeks of training. Yeah, for sure. Because that really toughens you up because you start to understand. it's um, The old saying is iron sharpens iron. And only under pressure is a diamond formed. Those two sayings are like the ones that I remember from growing up so much. It's like one of my shorts. You say all the time
1: to me. Um, you know. I really like those quotes. I really like those.
0: It's true though, because like iron does sharpen iron. When you're in the pit of fire, when you're fighting someone else in Thai boxing and they're beating the shit out of you, you've only got three <laughs> things to learn. One, can I can I take a punch? Yes, okay, I can get hit and I can actually take a good beating. Two, what am I going to do about this? Because I'm already in pain.
1: <laughs> do I yeah.
0: do I try and fight back? Do I try and move away? Do I defend myself? Or do I just let this person keep wailing at me until the time runs out because I'm not going down? Or, yeah. three, I'm going, or the other thing is like, I'm going down. <laughs> Essentially, it just shows <laughs> you you're not made, you're not really made for it. Or you go down and you try and stand right back up. That shows you your iron will. If you have that, keep going forward. That's a really good way of having it. The other stuff is basically you learn how to fight while fighting. Um,. Because it's all good and well hitting punch bags and mitts and stuff, but you can never simulate a human being's movements the same without, you know, getting hit by said human. You yeah, you're you're not gonna have like these big fluffy pads, you know, like the big punch pads and stuff, like slap yeah. you in the head and stuff. No, you're gonna have a fist in your face or a knee in oh, your yeah. stomach or something like that. So Understanding those movements, being able to hit those, same thing. And the way you translate all that to business, by the way, the people are listening to, to this and going, oh, he's talking about martial arts again. Well, take it this way. How, how else in business are you going to learn or understand what you're going to do next if you've never been hit, if you've never been tested in business? And if you're like, okay, I've been tested enough times in business. Okay, what's the thing that you haven't done yet? Okay, you haven't done paid advertising? Try your hand at paid advertising. If you get your ass handed to you, and you're like, you know, what? I actually like this. It's exciting. I can do this. Go learn paid ads. If it's copywriting, you write your first ad, it completely bombs, but you actually get a complete buzz from the idea of writing. And then guess what? Go, go understand how to write sales copy. But if you do it and you realize that you're not very good at it and you have no desire to, to learn it or figure it out, hire someone that does actually enjoy that kind of stuff. Same thing. Now, scooching on back over to the business side of Copy Monk because there is something I did want to ask about this. How the hell did you come up with a name?
1: It's funny because yeah, I, I like I'm really really picky with names. So I you know I've done multiple. I've always picked. I've always had multiple sites, mostly in fitness and self defense, and and picking the name is super super important to me. So really, what happened um, is that I used this. I forgot what the tool is called. Was, I found on on Neil Patel's site. He talked about it. Basically, like you just input domains and like it tells you if it's if they're available or not, and um, yeah. So I just spent there. I remember, I I remember, I spent like six to eight hours just sitting on my computer, just typing in stuff. And I knew um, it was originally going to be called something Warrior or 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 even like Kung Fu Copy, something like that. And uh, because the whole the whole the whole uh, angle was supposed to be like martial arts movies. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah.
1: And. so, yeah, I, I, remember, uh, I remember putting copy in it, uh, the word copy, and then I just started playing around with, you know, the second word, and eventually I just got to Monk. I don't know how I got to it, but eventually I just got to it, and uh, it was available, and I was like, you know, this is perfect, and I just I, I bought it, like, right then and there. Fucking awesome, dude. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is actually really cool. Um, especially with a name like Copy Monk, it works really, really well and it suits you like oh yeah like go on. no sorry i'm sorry go ahead no you first
1: no i was saying like uh is cool i mean i was always careful of the you know monk because some people uh you know obviously when you, when you just see the word monk it's uh some people get one idea some people get another but i i purposely try to make it into the to the whole martial arts angle um, I absolutely love <laughs> martial arts and like the old Jet Li movies Jackie Chan movies and stuff like that oh, um, okay what's your favorite Jet Li movie? Uh, I would probably like two, yeah, I were to yeah I'd probably go with uh, number one or maybe number two of the of the what's it called Once Upon a Time in China oh the yeah I know which one you're on about
0: those old ones yeah oh man I love Twin Warriors that was one of my favorites all oh, twin warriors <laughs> yeah that is so old though It's like i can't remember what year it was but it's so cheesy like tai chi is their style all right just yeah memories of like watching staying up late and watching that stuff yeah exactly <laughs> cool so all right um so you kind of got into this whole mindset of like you know this is how you kind of want to position your business. Is it more of
1: a built to sell kind of thing or is it something that you're actually thinking of doing for like a long time? Definitely something I'm thinking of doing for a long time. Um, I'm not really like, because the whole point was just to grow the audience at first. Um, so I, like maybe, you know, who knows? Like actually, in fact, I have thought of sort of like it, like maybe like you grow it and you have different assets around it, like different like a SaaS product or something, which is, which, which is what the original purpose was to build a SaaS product, um, and then you know you sell off the SaaS product side and, and stuff like that. But um, but no, it's definitely something I was going to do for uh, a really long time. But it's it's the, it's just a base. I can I bet uh, it's the best way I can say it, it is definitely going to grow. It's not going to just stay copy, or it's not just going to be you know one, one type thing. of product. Yeah, you yeah, definitely, definitely wanted to grow. expand.
0: That's pretty cool. Yeah, I I really like that. That's a good way of going around your business model. All right, cool. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna put you on the spot right now. So the floor is going to be yours for like the next five to 10 minutes or longer if you want. So sure. what three tips could you give someone? Let's listen to this right now. Regardless of age, they're either in a job where they don't like it and they're trying to move forward towards something they can do for themselves. like start a business or something. That's one person. Or the other, the person that's stuck but doesn't know how to move forward. What three pieces of advice would you give them on on
1: what they should do and why? Okay. Um. Well, I'll, I'll talk more to the person that is uh, stuck because I haven't been a person. I'm, you know, I'm only twenty-two, right? Really. Um, so, for the person that's stuck, I know for a fact because I've been stuck um, a lot um, because I've I've started things and I've restarted things and I've had you have no idea how much how many times people have told me like, "Oh, you're doing another thing again." Oh, uh, you know, why don't you like? Yes, yeah, when it comes to being stuck. Um, the hard part about being stuck is that it feels like you never get unstuck. And um, the trick to really become unstuck, number one, is something we've talked about already. Is it's pure uh, perseverance, right? Um, which I say most of that comes from you know, your motivations. What is the thing that's pulling, your, pulling you forward, your passion? And what it's, what's your chip on your shoulder? What's the thing that really you hate so much that makes you, uh, you know, keep going forward? Um, number two is to be, you know, definitely uh, being proactive. Um, the worst thing you can possibly do is not, not, not necessarily the worst thing, but like most of the time you do not want to be sitting still. Um, sometimes you do, for example, like I'm the type of person who's always moving. Like I'm always, even when I'm stuck, I'm always thinking about stuff of how I can move forward. So for me, sometimes it's good to, Take a step back and not do anything but for the majority of the time you should be uh finding a way maybe not directly uh, maybe like not like oh you want to start a business but you're stuck or you're just you just like so you think about oh i'm gonna start a b and c but maybe you think about indirectly so what is your passion what is how you're gonna go around these type of problems so being yeah definitely being proactive i remember one time specifically um actually right before copy Monk, i was actually stuck. Um, I had no idea what I was going to do. I, I just, uh, I failed in fitness for years, self-defense. I didn't really like teaching it. So I was really stuck. I remember being there using James Altucher's, uh, 10 ideas per day thing. Um, and I just spent every single day, 10, 10 ideas per day, 10 business ideas. I love 10 business ideas I hate who, uh, my favorite, you know, influencers, what type of traffic, you know, how am I going to differentiate? Like I was like that every single day. And you know, um and when I it was only through self-discovery, I guess you can say and and, and actually moving forward and finding information and, con- and, and and consuming information was I able to figure out the whole copy monk thing and now I'm unstuck. But the only thing that kept me moving forward through there was pure passion and perseverance um And then I guess the last point um, when it comes to being um, being stuck is that, I think, at least for me, right, my whole motivation is, is the story. So you know, so the harder something is, even though it sucks, the story is so much that it's so worth it. Like, like now that right now that I can be able to say that I was stuck, right? Like, it, it, like it makes me feel a lot better. That it makes me feel proud that I was stuck. Kind of, it's just a little weird. Um, so that's and that's what I think about when I'm stuck. So if if for some reason you're stuck right now and and you have no idea where you're going, right? Just trusting yourself that this is a good thing, right? This is how it's supposed to be, right? And 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 you are where you are because you know this is where you were meant to be. But you will also uh, have to be you know in the next place because that's also where you're meant to be. You just have to figure out you know the the steps in there. But it's gonna happen. You just have to um, you know. Uh, just think about the story think about your legacy at least for me you know the legacy is more that's that's where i'm where i really come from that you know if if you think about uh you know how this makes you uh, a better business person and a better person in general and a better uh can you uh for example like i like to think about how um this being stuck can help can allow me to help other people when they're stuck, exactly, which is right, which is really exactly what I'm talking about right now. So, um, so, so yeah, it's definitely those uh, three things. I forgot. I already forgot the first two things, but definitely being uh, passionate and and perseverance, and then um, you know just thinking about you know how uh, you know your story basically. So it's it's gonna happen. It's just pure like this. this when the thing about being stuck is that that's where everyone quits. Yep. And if you, if you quit there, you know, you lost everything. But if you don't quit there, you are ahead literally of 99% of people. So, so yeah. Cool. All
0: right, man. So that's really cool. So, Dan, thank you again for being a great guest on the show. And there's a lot of stuff that you're doing that's really, really interesting. So everyone that's listening to the show right now, I recommend that you go actually check out uh, copymonk.com. Um, find Danavir on Facebook and also join his group, Copy Monk. It's absolutely great. There's a lot of great legends in there. And there's always good information being churned out. It's a really safe environment, by the way, which is going to sound really, really strange. But it's a safe environment for you to, like, share ideas and ask questions without being ridiculed. That's pretty that- funny. A lot of people mentioned that. Yeah, it's, it's true. So it's such a safe space for people to actually just, like, say, okay, I have, this, I have a question. It's a bit stupid. And they can ask it regardless of who they are because they know it's just, like, amongst peers. We're fine. Everything's friendly. No one's really going to judge you. So if you have any questions, if you have anything like that, please go ahead and check that out. Um, Dan Bear, thank you for being here, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me, man. This is so freaking awesome. <laughs> it's pretty cool. We'll get you back on the show another time, okay?
1: Perfect. All right, take care, guys. Have a great time. I'll speak to you guys soon.